Hello, murder freaks. This is a tale as old as crime podcast. I'm Tara. I'm Melissa. Yes, and, and today. today... <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, uh... we're laughing about our intro, guys. Sorry. We're trying to we're get We're trying it... to get a solid one going for you guys. Um, But today, go ahead, Tara. Oh, yeah. Today we are talking about something very close to home. Um, Northern State Hospital. Yeah. This one's fun crazy, to dig crazy. into. And I think we're going to try to venture out there today mm-hmm. uh, for a little yeah. bit and kind of take some pictures. And yeah, get some walk. videos and pictures for you. Um, this is, it's, it was definitely interesting um, to dig into this because of what you read and a lot of the stigma, pardon me, <clears throat> the stigma behind mental hospitals at that time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't actually, it wasn't even like a stigma. It was almost like a fad yeah. at the time when yep. it started. So it's, yeah, it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be covering a little bit of the history side of the Northern State Hospital and like mental hospitals in Washington. And then we're also going to segue into like the spooky side of it yes. because I mean it's obviously a spooky podcast. it's haunted <laughs> yeah well I, I'd say it's haunted I mean I've only been out there a handful of times but I'm pretty sure it's haunted oh yes um so I can just get right into it yeah if you don't have anything else to add I don't think so okay um so, we've all heard of Northern State Hospital, and if you haven't, then you should definitely look it up and or visit the grounds of which it once stood. Um, right now, currently, there's a park, a mm-hmm. disc golf course, and I believe yes. Job Corps yep. is still up there. Mm-hmm. Um, My aunt used to work at Job Corps. <laughs> oh, yeah. My sister went to Job Corps. Oh, She's yeah. like, I should submit a listener story. And I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> we have an email. <laughs> yeah. And if you still want to um, submit any listener stories, we can always share them on a live or even on our Instagram, um, a tale podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And we don't mind going backtracking and going right. back and talking mm-hmm. about things. And that's how it is. So, submit your stories, people. Mm-hmm. We want to hear them. We want to read them. Um, this episode is not really about the recreational activities that can be done there. It's more about the history and the troubled past that the, os- the hospital had. There are definitely some ups and downs, and the history is very interesting. There are some ghost stories and a very spooky feeling when you start your walk past abandoned buildings. I know every time I walk there, I always try to picture what it looked like when it was operational. Right. I know. I love looking (laughs) up old pictures and being like, oh, this is what this building used to look like. Like, it looked so nice. I saw pictures of it. Like, I know I've been there, but I, like, re-looked up pictures when Mm -hmm. I was typing this up. And I was like, I don't really honestly remember certain things of it. So it's going to be really cool to go back today after talking about it. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I always wondered, like, especially when I tell you more, you'll, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, yes, there are some controversy and dark past, but I can't help. We can't, like, I can't help when I am there to see the beauty and the mm-hmm. skeletal remains of the building. Yeah. And then, like, remember that there were human beings mm-hmm. that were housed there, that worked there. There were <laughs> lots of livestock. Yeah lots of it mm-hmm. it was it was very interesting I tried to look up information about a day in the life in the life of like northern state hospital right. and I couldn't find anything yeah unfortunately mm-hmm. like a daily routine right 
I know it did like change hands a few times, so I think maybe three times, yeah, or so. There was definitely different directors, mm-hmm. so and they went in different directions. Um, Northern State opened in 1912 due to overcrowding in Washington's Western State and Eastern State mental hospitals. The numbers of how many people were committed to a mental hospital in those times is astronomical. Mm-hmm. Like, crazy. <laughs> and you could, and the reasonings? I, like, <laughs> you could have constant migraines and somebody be like, we're committing you. <laughs> or a woman is PMSing or... <laughs> I just, I when I read that and I t- I told Steven I was like, they're manic. Um, <laughs> so women were being committed to mental hospitals for PMSing. He was like, is that still a thing? I'm like, no, nope, and don't even try. <laughs> I'm like, unless you're sending me to a vacation spot right? for a week. <laughs> a nice one. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, yeah, he was. He thought that was pretty funny. Um. Sorry, I'm reading my notes. Okay, Northern State was a whole town within a town, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it had its own lumber mill, quarry, working farm, canning facility. So this facility aimed to become a ther- therapeutic colony, if you will. Which is a great concept, but <clears throat> execution is really... Mm, not on point. <laughs> yeah. There, there are some definitely missed things, some things that could have gone better, I'm sure. Or not, depending on the time. Right. I don't know. Maybe they did do it to the best of their ability. Right. Um, it became very self-sufficient. At one point, the dairy farm was one of the biggest in the state. The community, air quotes, even had its own newspaper and competitive baseball team. I did not know that. Yeah. That's cool. I read that. I was like, what? <laughs> baseball team. Hmm. Yeah. They had their own little thing. Their little daily newspaper that they sent out. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I said community. Right. Air quotes. Uh, The first doctor in charge was W.E. Cass, with the first 200 patients being transferred from Silicon in December 1912 through January 1913. That's not a very long time span for 200 Mm -hmm. people to be transferred to a mental facility. Right. So think about that. 200 people. If you can fit 200 people in a group, put them on a bus and ship them off. Yeah. It's a lot. Jeez. More than one bus, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So he was now in charge of 200 people's mental health and well-being. No, thank you. Um, In in November 1912, additional buildings were constructed. Four one-story cottages, a kitchen-slash-bakery, concrete horse barn, machine shop, admin building, combination chapel, and morgue-slash-crematorium. So, that'll give you the insight of, like, the spooky side of things a little mm-hmm. bit, because they had their own morgue-slash-crematorium yes. up there. Lots of souls. I feel like, I guess, is necessary... To a degree, I don't know. In my mind, I was like, do mental hospitals really need their own morgue? Yeah, I wonder if that's a normal thing. I I mean, maybe morgue, I guess, if a patient does die in treatment, but, like, crematoriums? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that that should be necessary. Yeah, no. (laughs) Just throw that out there. It seemed that Superintendent A.H. McLeish... I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
if I'm pronouncing it wrong, you can try to correct me, um, cared deeply for the patients staying at the hospital. He made sure to spend money on repairs and upgrades as they were needed. He wanted the hospital to become self-sustaining, complete with a garden and giant dairy farms, like we were talking about. Mm -hmm. So there were the doctors who were in tenure there, and then under those doctors, there were superintendents that would be like, hey, we need to spend money on this. Hey, we need to build another building. Hey, we need to do this. And that's basically how they ran it, which Mm -hmm. I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Again, like, in theory, it sounds like such a great place to to be. In theory. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, thank you. I don't, I've never even visited, like, beyond the skeletal remains mm-hmm. of the northern state. I've never been to, like, a mental hospital. Right. And I've been to the, I've been to the grounds of the, like, actual hospital once, mm-hmm. but I go to the barns all the time. Are they uh, mental? I don't know. Maybe in different countries, mental hospitals mm-hmm. are definitely different. Oh yeah, around the world. But, yep. Hmm. I don't know. May I have to do more research? Northern state was both unique and mainstream with their foreign forms of treatment. They practiced many of the so-called groundbreaking treatments of the time, including electric shock therapy, heavy sedation, sterilization, and lobotomies. <laughs> so they did it all. Yeah. All very controversial studies. Now, when I read that, my thought went, sterilization. Why mm-hmm. are we performing sterilization right? at a mental hospital? Right? What? I mean, everybody else would be like, well, why, why didn't you think about lobotomies? That's a little fucked up. But sterilization, but- like... I don't understand. I didn't really... I know, obviously, what sterilization is Mm -hmm. for both men and women. Right. But I don't understand why you would look at a patient and be like, yep, that's it. Right. You're not procreating anymore. Especially for the, like, so, like, little requirements to be in that (laughs) mental hospital. Yeah. So you could be a woman in there, menopausal. Yep. Emotional and sad. And they'd be like, no babies for you. And sterilize you. That's a decision so that they made up. because if I do recall right, when you got checked into a mental hospital, mm-hmm. you weren't allowed to leave until a doctor said you yep. could leave. Exactly. You, you were on lockdown. Mm-hmm. You were in that under the care. Yep. Um, yeah, it's pretty, no, it's pretty sad actually the way that they would run things. I mean, and family members would just leave, drop you off and leave you there. Yeah. They didn't really give a shit. Um, Dr. James Winfield Doughty, I hope I'm pronouncing the names right. I think it's Doty. Doty, okay. Mm-hmm. Doty took charge on January 13th, 1914. Doty had an impeccable medical record along with a reputation as a champion archer and a musician. He married Alice Manson in 1902, daughter of a sea captain. Doty and his father-in-law got along very well with sailing in common. Doty took on the challenge of sailing on a four-masted schooner from Maine to Virginia. So he's a pretty interesting fella. Yeah. I was trying to find a picture of him. I don't know. I didn't, like, dig into the picture thing. That's your right. side of things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll post um, some old photos mm. we find online as well as mm-hmm. ones that we'll take today and what it looks like now. Yeah. But he seemed to be a pretty interesting fella. Mm-hmm. Everything I've read about him. Yeah. Not like psychotic. Right. While at Northern State Hospital, Doty 
succeeded in implementing new ideas that were changing the often misguided and exploitative, explorative care of mental patients nationwide. That being said, women were committed for being menopausal or what they called <laughs> hysterical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just imagine. <laughs> Just imagine. Oh, I'd be committed. That's it. I'm taking you to <laughs> be committed. You're completely out of your mind. I'm on my period, buddy. Right. Maybe if you wouldn't make me crazy. <laughs> I'm very glad I live, like, right now. Oh, I know. <laughs> I would not be able to. The The standard for women back in those times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Dr. Charles... Um, Dr. Charles became Dodie's replacement in the 1950s. So that's what we were saying is that it changed hands a few yeah. times. Um, and Dr. Charles, you'll hear a little bit more of him because that's where my research kind of ended. But it only seemed natural due to the fact that Dr. Charles was assisting well-known doctors in new radical surgery procedures. <laughs> Dr. Charles was a Washington native born in Centralia. He graduated from the University of Washington and the University of Oregon Medical School. Visitors back in its heyday would come and it could be like a nurse or a student nurse. There was, Mm -hmm. I did read that because of the way Dr. Charles ran the hospital, a lot of student nurses flocked over there because they wanted the experience under him. Right. All those like groundbreaking. Yeah. So quote unquote groundbreaking experimental. Right. So even like young men, young women, they were Mm -hmm. like, I want to learn under him. Yeah. So there was a lot of people coming in and out. Right. Beyond the patients is also something I had read. Um, But visitors would note how much more modern Northern state was than the other two state hospitals. They remarked that the buildings were well-ventilated and well-lit. There was a library and a recreational program that included movies, dances, and concerts. In 1953, there were two, 2,200, sorry, numbers, Melissa, <laughs> 2,200 patients, 415 employees, including 200 attendants, and wow. 12 graduate nurses. The patients were housed in 33 wards. Yeah, it was big. It was a, yeah, it was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to throw some more numbers at you <laughs> here. I'm ready. Occupational therapy. Oh, after this. Um, occupational therapy was what Dr. Charles was like going towards. So remember, as we were talking about how big the dairy farm was, yeah. the horses and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So that was basically something he really was like, this has to be a thing yeah. because from what I read, patients would also do the farming yeah do all that the mm-hmm. cooking the baking the gardening yep. and... mm-hmm. um it centered on the farm work work the woodworking printing shoe repair cabinet work rug weaving hmm. and tons more activities <laughs> interesting the poultry farm was very sizable supplying 36,798 pounds of dressed hens and fryers is oh. what Oh my god. What's a fryer? Do you know I don't know is? what a fryer is. I'm gonna look it up. I wonder if it's just like a part of the chicken that you like chicken fry. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. That's what my mind thinks. Yeah. But thirty six thousand pounds Holy of cow. chicken. <laughs> Jeez. Um Dr. Charles was determined 
that there should be enough eggs produced to allow at least one egg per patient per day. In one Ooh. year, 139,000 eggs were laid. <laughs> My gosh. Isn't that insane? That's insane. I read that, I read that number and I was like, holy bananas. I mean, he wanted them all to be healthy. Right. Have an egg. An egg a day. <laughs> the pig farm produced... 258,737 pounds of dressed pork. Oh my gosh. A lot of pig. And then um, crops were also very successful. Mm -hmm. So fresh fruit, it read as 185,000 pounds. Uh, Berries, it read as like a strict number of berries, which was 61,000. And then potatoes, 1.1 million. Oh my gosh. God. And kitchen veggies, 1.1 million. Jeez. Um, so when we said it was self-sustaining. Oh, yeah. It was very. It self- sure was. Very self-sustaining. Um, with that being said, I do always highly encourage everybody to do their own research. Mm-hmm. Those numbers might be broad numbers. They might not be exact. But you have to think about it from 1912 to the 19... 19- um, I think it closed down in, like, the 80s. The 70s. 70s, 80s. <laughs> um, that's a long time. Yeah. It has to be self-sustaining. So yeah. those numbers probably are pretty close on, to right. on point of what kind of stuff they produce. Mm-hmm. Um, Northern State, just like any other mental hospital during that time, has its darker side as well. Patients worked on sewing straight jackets <laughs> that were used on combative <laughs> patients. <sighs> So on your own straight jacket. I love it. Let me add my personalized stitch to this. Monogrammed <laughs> your initials. Uh, I'm sorry, that's not funny, but it is. It's I'm sorry. It's so bad. Uh, um, to be committed, you could be experiencing epilepsy, excessive worrying, so anxiety. So I'm sorry, half of uh, you Gen Z's are so screwed. screwed. <laughs> All you youngins these days who are anxious and freaking out over something so tiny, you'd be screwed. Um, Addiction and menopause, as mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Hydrotherapy was often used, and if you don't know what that is, I'm about to tell you, torture. Um, It's a a form of therapy which basically you are fully submerged into a bath of ice water. And either the tub is covered and, like, pinned down so you can't get out Mm -hmm. or you have somebody literally standing over you watching you making it so you can't leave people often died at northern state in various ways sometimes by treatment and sometimes by suicide so i did read that um some of the suicides at northern state were patients jumping off of rooftops Mm -hmm. which is pretty sad yeah um the bodies that were not claimed were buried in the cemetery in unmarked graves that were filled with th- their, uh, not their graves, their caskets were filled with rocks to keep mm-hmm. them from floating up when the grounds would flood. Yep. Because I believe... All the Washington rain. Yeah. And there's and, a river right there. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I read that they chose, like, the swampiest, unlike crop-producing yep. area for the cemetery. Yeah. So that's kind of sad, too. I remember I told Corbin that, and he was like, don't tell me that. <laughs> mm, I'm pretty sure there's still some in there. Yep, there there definitely are. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Some of the bodies were cremated, and when the furnace... So, I didn't see the date on it, but Mm -hmm. at some point in time in, like, the 40s and 50s, the furnace had to be shut down. Do you want to know what happened after that? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay, so, like... (laughs) 20 years after or even further let's Mm -hmm. go let's go 30 40 years after the furnace had shut down Mm -hmm. people were doing some investigating on the grounds and found bodies shoved into canning food tins no preserved marked with patient numbers (sighs) no names no nothing just a number no and think like canning jars big preservation mm-hmm. so drums like oil drums basically right. oh gosh of bodies yeah um i did read okay so this was one interesting fact that i was like huh displaced nazi from occupied countries would find work there or other mental hospitals and this was because they couldn't get their medical licenses in the state but working mm. in a mental hospital was legal interesting yeah isn't that weird uh, which probably like helps with all like the torture mm-hmm. stuff because <laughs> they were used to that, right? Ugh. Isn't that the weirdest thing to think about? Um, so this last little bit that I read or looked up was my question was like, so how many people in total do you think passed away or died at Northern mm-hmm. State? There's no way of really telling because again, like Tara and I were talking about, there's a lot of unmarked graves. There's mm-hmm. still bodies buried. Um. And the numbers were fuzzy, but the number I did find was 1,400. It was like 1,487. But again, there were cremated. Yep. There was, so I would say roughly in the upwards of almost like 2,000 or a little over 2,500 is what I would guess. That's what I found too, about about 1,500 um, unclaimed bodies mm-hmm. were buried, and then about over 200 cremated remains in coffee cans yeah. that were tossed into, like, a mass grave. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'd say roughly about 2,500. Yeah. I would up that number a little yeah. bit. Yeah, because that's uh, just a... Uh, who knows? That was a long time ago. <laughs> Records... <laughs> Probably were not up to oh, today's no. standards. Oh, so. no. They they didn't really give a shit about mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, honestly. It doesn't seem like it. Right. If they're going to leave bodies in drums for canning food. Gosh. Yeah. I was curious when I was uh, doing some research because I know that the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest took place in the Pacific Northwest. And I was like, oh, I wonder if hmm. it was um, like inspired by... Uh, northern state but it was an organ hmm. hospital but they do use the transorbital lobotomy stuff that was being used at northern state so <clears throat> if you want to watch that movie it'll give you a good kind I of a good to. i might have to oh, i know i've heard of it such before a good movie you know One of my I, favorites. I also read that they used to call mental hospitals bug houses mm-hmm. i was like and it's funny because Cedar Woolley used to be called Bug Woolley. Uh-huh. And so it was like the bug house in Bugtown. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they call it. Oh, that's funny. Cedar Woolley. Good old Cedar Woolley. Right. One horse town. Which is 
if you are not from Washington, Cedar Woolley sounds like a really weird name, and most people don't know how to pronounce Cedro. it. Cedro. Cedro. It's it's a weird story, but basically a logging town mm-hmm. is mostly what it was. Yeah, and I um, Northern State was a big uh, payroll provider. Oh yeah, um, at the time because they like I think they would sell some of their cattle. They mm-hmm. would do a bunch of stuff to help with the town. Yeah. Um, and then I don't really know his name. I forgot the name of the politician, but there's, if you ask a bunch of old timers, they'll go, right. ooh, cringe because mm-hmm. the po- there's a specific oh, politician yeah, that I, made the decision to shut it down. Yes. Yeah. I did hear about that. Yeah. That there was like, at some point it was good and then it kind of went downhill and then in the seventies or so it kind of came back up again mm-hmm. right before it shut down and it was really a good place to be for just a few years but yeah then it shut down yeah so that was my history side of things it was a little mm-hmm. bit of spooky that's a kind of boring i know <laughs> no, I, no i thought it was very interesting yes. to read about something that is like a stone's throw away from where i basically oh, yeah. grew up mm-hmm. so and the cemetery in cedar Valley, i'm sure has some of the unmarked graves in it which yeah. is pretty sad but I remember in high school one of our volunteer projects was to go out there and like dig up uh grave markers oh it's like and like stand th- them up oh in at the Cedar Valley Cemetery uh at or the, the northern, at northern state oh really yep I, so apparently um well Cedar Valley High School created like a thing for the forgotten souls mm-hmm. or whatever so like a brick wall or whatever yeah. but in their process of doing that, they were walking through and cleaning the grounds and were mm-hmm. finding, like, the... I was like... Yeah. Our teacher was like, all right, volunteer project. And we're like, oh. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I loved it, but... I'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but, anyways, Tara's got... Tara did yes. some of her own research on, like, the spookier side. Mm-hmm. So, I am excited to listen. Yes. <laughs> so, obviously... Lots of souls are not resting peacefully there. No. Like we said, about 1,500 unclaimed bodies and over 200 unclaimed cremated remains. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only personally experienced one spooky thing while I was there, and I am there a lot. Like, I go on <laughs> walks there. My friends and I used to go play hide-and-seek in the dark there. Like, oh, my gosh. So really? stupid. <laughs> I wouldn't do it today, but um, one friend and I were hiding um, in one of the barns, and we heard someone walking toward us, and we were thinking it was one of our friends, so we turned. There was nothing there. We had, like, headlamps on You're so that crazy. we could kind of see. Um, but instantly we got, like, a cold chill, and it was, like, middle of summer, so... Yeah, cold chill came over us, and we both felt like someone was literally standing right next to us, so we just booked it on out of there. Yeah, it was probably Dr. And Carl we're like, coming to get you. We're, we're done. <laughs> you found us. He's we're like, fun. these kids are messing around. <laughs> um, and there's also an episode of Ghost Hunters that did an investigation there. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. So the site manager, I don't know if he still works there, but at the time of the Ghost Hunters episode, he called them because he was tired of people breaking into the hospital. To do their own amateur investigations. So he wanted to kind of put the rumors of hauntings to rest. And wanted the ghost hunters to prove <laughs> prove him right. And say that there was nothing going on there. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so there was a lady on the episode who was the administrative assistant at the time, and she mentioned hearing lots of screaming and crying there, just like on a regular basis. So um, basically she said it was re residual energy, which if you don't know what residual energy is, it's when a spirit is stuck in a loop, repeating the same moment of their life over and over. So oh. that happens when a soul is not at rest, yeah. obviously, and they just do the same thing over and over and over. I had this kind of discussion with Steven about, I don't want to get dig too far into mm -hmm. it, but believing in heaven and hell. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't necessarily believe in heaven and hell, but what I do believe in is if you die suddenly or in mm -hmm. a violent way, right. that part of you doesn't believe that you're dead. Right. So the unfinished business. Mm -hmm quote-unquote but yep um so dying in a mental yeah. hospital that's yeah. for sure and it can be your death um replayed over and over mm -hmm. which oh my gosh that'd be terrible mm -hmm. um or it can be like a traumatic moment in your life or mm -hmm. even just like a normal everyday moment but it can just get stuck in a loop and that's so sad yeah um, so during the ghost hunters investigation, they experienced cold spots, unexplained noises. Um, they were able to explain one of the noises that people were hearing, which was like tapping on the, uh, pipes mm. below because they're plumbers. The ghost hunters are plumbers too. Oh. And so they're like, oh no, that's just old plumbing. Like, oh yeah. Well, because someone tried to shoot a movie there uh -huh. and the pipes kept like tapping so they're like ah it's a ghost i'm leaving but <laughs> turns out that was just old pipes oh um there were items being moved a woman uh singing some people thought it was crying some people thought it was singing hmm. it was like a weird humming slash singing noise which they caught that on camera and it was really creepy that. yeah um shadows and an apparition. So I think the creepiest thing that they caught on camera was they were looking at a doorway and this figure like walked out of the shadows and then like straight back in. And it was so, ugh, it gave me chills. Yeah. But you can literally see like a figure just walk out and then just walk straight back into like, the oh, shadows. Oh shit, you saw me. Yeah. Not supposed to see me. Yeah. And then um, the lady singing or humming or whatever was in the attic, and that was super creepy, too. Oh, you're giving me goosebumps. Yeah. I wish we could actually go to the hospital. I know. That would be so much fun. I know. Like, you, there is a way in, but it's 24-7 security. Mm -hmm. You can go in under and crawl through a crawl space and go under where the pipes are and then go up through it because they don't. The security's on the outside. They don't hang out inside. Mm -hmm. You just have to be really quiet. But I'm like, I'm not about crawling through mud no. and, like, everything to get in there. I know. I really wish we could, but I... no. No, no, no. I'm uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like getting arrested. I also or... don't know who we're going to find in there <laughs> right. either. Oh, yeah. And yeah. this day and age, no thank you. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so I did ask a few people... Um, if they'd had any experiences there as well. Um, so my best friend Mickey said, I saw sparkling lights in a building and heard children laughing behind me shortly after that. Aww. 
So there were children there too, which was so really I didn't sad. Read anything about that, but that, then again, mm-hmm. also I was. It's very broad what I yeah. ended up finding. So yeah, it's it's pretty sad. Yeah, that children were. Committed and it to... was because of like health issues. Yeah. So that was set like again epilepsy things mm-hmm. like that. And then um, Lizzie said, I went there during the night. Big mistake. I, <laughs> I know all about that. And saw a girl with a white dress on. Oh, don't go yeah. to spooky places at night, people. <laughs> yeah, it says younger Tara. Gosh. <laughs> <I know. laughs> There's that joke that uh, white people are always doing crazy shit. <laughs> right? Going to mental hospitals at night. Bro- or abandoned mental hospitals out. at night. <laughs> I mean, in Cedarwoolly, what else is there to do? That's like true. <laughs> growing up in Cedarwoolly was not. That's very true. Very exciting. That's very true. Um, I also ended up finding a website called Washington Haunted Houses. Mm. Um, it goes over actual haunted places as well as like fake haunted houses you can go in. Um, there was a spot where people could leave comments about experiences mm-hmm. at Northern State. So some of the things people see there have been reported by multiple people, which makes it seem like there are some spirits that are showing themselves more than others. Mm -hmm. So again, probably residual energy with them. Um, So I've heard multiple reportings of a little girl playing with a red ball. And then shortly after that, a man following and looking for the little girl. Hmm. So... It might be like a father-daughter or Maybe. something like that. Maybe. Um, there are also some nurses spotted there. So one... That I believe. Yeah. One hanging from a noose in the attic, which is sad. And then one pushing a wheelchair. Yeah, I definitely believe in seeing nurse ghosts. Yeah. Um, I mean, they spent... <laughs> Lots of time. Most of their lives there, probably. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure that it gets... To, like, I used to work in the medical field as a mm-hmm. CNA, and some of that, like, got to me enough yeah. that I quit working there. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I could I could definitely see working in a mental hospital back in the 1900s. Mm-hmm. Very hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like we said earlier, there's a place called Job Corps that mm-hmm. is located on the property, and people live there while working on the premises, so they have, like, different classes culinary classes yeah and before you make the connection job corps is not a mental hospital yes <laughs> yes it is like a job training kind of yeah. program it's basically like okay so like me i dropped out of high school mm-hmm. got my ged however i could have gone to job corps and got mm-hmm. a little bit more of an education in culinary arts right. or whatever else that i could apply later on in my life mm-hmm. so it's basically like a first step college right which is really good. I, mm-hmm. I've known a lot of people who have gone there and they're like chefs now and like yeah. they have a really good, really good programs mm-hmm. there. But basically it's on the same grounds. There were acres and acres of land Lots. owned by the yeah. hospital. So they're using that. There's also like a um, recovery um, place there for like alcoholism. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't addiction. Know that. Yeah. Um, there is also military base out oh. there, isn't there i think it's the national guard oh. out there somewhere in that area yeah and then there's also a reservation mm. near there too mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. lots of things yeah yeah <laughs> in that's that large area yes um 
So uh, one person claimed that they heard a little girl's voice in their room and had some things thrown out of their locker. And another person said that they often see a dark figure that seems to be drawn to negative energy. So when they're having a bad day, it seems to show up. Like, oh, that's lovely. <laughs> oh. Yeah. My. Mm-hmm. I could see that definitely being a thing. Um, uh, yeah. Would you say call him a demon? Call it a demon? No, no you wouldn't call it a demon. I think ghosts like, uh, um, feed off of energy. And that's why you can kind of. Um, with like certain um, equipment, you can find ghosts True. using energy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a metal detector mm-hmm. picks up on like the bigger metal pieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I listened to a few podcasts about the hauntings as well. Um, Historical Horrors podcast hmm. mentioned that in 2006, a research group went to the hospital and one of the women took photos on a film camera. Once the photos were developed, she noticed that there were an unexplained pair of legs in a photo. Ugh. Uh, she kind of laughed it off and she called this photo, she's got ghostly legs. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Which I thought was cute. Oh. Um, she kind of made it a funny thing. But yeah. I tried to look for the photo, but I didn't have any luck. I like deep dove trying to find it, but oh. nothing. Um, another podcast called Case Files with Kat and Ashley mentioned that there was a ghost named Fred who shows up quite often. He's known to throw sheets and other objects around. So that might have been the one who threw stuff out of a locker. Instead possibly. of a little kid. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should go asking for Fred today when right? we go out there. <laughs> And I read a few other people mentioning Fred, too. He just huh. hangs out at Job Corps, I guess. Like, there's a place called The Hub, and he just, like, people <laughs> see him all the time, and they're just like, hey, Fred. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hopefully after volunteers, there's lots of volunteers working on helping with the um, grave sites. Mm-hmm. So hopefully after they finish their work on the property, um, some of the restless souls will be at peace yeah the part that tara and i are gonna go i mean we'll give full descriptions obviously Mm -hmm. on on our instagram but the part that we're actually going to go walk is Mm -hmm. more of like the farm so like the horse barn probably like i don't know that there's a little building on the trail and Mm -hmm. i don't know what that would have been yeah i don't know either there's like a milking milk house oh yeah almost looks Mm -hmm. like it which also, it's kind of spooky if they found bodies and, like, yeah. those things. Yeah. But anywho. There are lots of creepy buildings there. <laughs> There's one in the way, way back of the field. Uh-huh. And I swear, I literally just remembered this. Uh, Corbin, Lily, and I were walking there, and we heard, like, a creepy, like, laughing noise. After we had left it, we had gone in, and then started walking away and we heard like a creepy laugh and we're like nope nope (laughs) and we always joked around with lily like oh there's a witch in here like just joking around and then she's like nope just (laughs) looking it away i'm like i was joking but apparently not nope so that's northern state both history and spooky 
Um, and we're gonna go yes. explore for just a little bit today. Mm-hmm. Go take some pictures and see what there's yeah. to see out there. Yeah, see the creepiness. It's been kind of foggy lately, so yeah, which it looks great in the fog. I've mm-hmm. taken lots of like engagement photos, senior pictures there, and I love to go when it's foggy because it's gorgeous. I'm excited. I have different tennis shoes to wear, so when we're going on our walk, <laughs> I brought them. But um, yeah, that's. Please submit a story, like mm-hmm. we said, to our Gmail. Yeah. Um, Instagram, follow us there. Yep. Submit stories on there. Um, don't forget to check out our merch, which mm-hmm. is our stickers right yes. now. And if you want one, they're still up for grabs. $3 and $2 mm-hmm. a piece. Yep. yep. Um, we are going to start doing our YouTube. Yes. Um, Soon, I think that we, you and I both were like, uh, no, I'm tired. I don't <laughs> yeah, want people seeing my face today. <laughs> we've had a long day already. It's been a long day for both of us. So it's only, I don't even know what time it is. But. I don't know. But yeah, I'm, no. It's going to be one of those things where probably YouTube isn't going to be like an, a, a lot, like a consistent thing mm-hmm. for a little while until we get. <laughs> I'm just, I, yeah, it's been a long week. Yeah. So. I would rather just be the voice today mm-hmm. instead of the face. Yep. Um, anything else? No, I, I think, think that's, that's it. it. I think we covered everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to go on a little bit of a walk. Yeah, and me too. See what's out there today. I told Steven that we were going, <laughs> what we were doing, and that we we're going to go on a walk. He's like, oh, my God, you're going to get killed by a ghost, aren't oh, you? That's gosh. how I lose you. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's, that's what's no. going to happen. No, just going to go take some pictures and yep. go on a small walk. Maybe so. we'll run into something spooky. Maybe not. We'll probably give ourself, <laughs> ourselves the shivers. Right. <laughs> Thinking about yeah, that's things. more like it. <laughs> but so wish us luck that Fred yes. doesn't throw something at us right. today. And we will see you next week or mm-hmm. on a next Wednesday with a brand new episode Mm -hmm. i'm excited i'm already like (laughs) deep in my research and i'm so excited um only hint i'm gonna give Mm -hmm. is that this uh episode revolves around a building Mm -hmm. so hint 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 yep wink 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 another building (laughs) and another creepy person yeah pretty excited (laughs) pretty excited um okay i think that's it Stay murder freakish. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what else to say. One of my favorite podcasts is Stay Weird. Yeah, yeah. I love the way they do that, but I will have to come up with something. I I don't know. We got an intro. Now we need an outro. So if anyone has any (laughs) ideas, suggest a way, please. All right. Bye, murder freaks.